0: Hello all and welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 106 of the Hillcrest Duo. I am your host, Brad Risto. I am joined alongside
1: my co-host, Metal John. Yes, I'm Metal John. You can reach me on Twitter at Metal John Radio. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, and I'm at Brad Risto on Twitter. How you doing? Good. Summer's almost over. Today is August the 17th. It is Saturday morning. And uh, kids are getting ready to go back to school. Getting ready, they're already back to school Somewhere. in my town. Not they're already back,
0: and making it so I have to wait a little bit longer on my way.
1: Oh, uh, school buses getting in the way. God- goddamn kids! Yeah, well, it's better that they be in school then. No, roaming I... the neighborhood, I stealing guess. your Amazon packages.
0: That's never happened to me yet. <laughs> but now nah, it's good that they're back. But uh, speaking of. The kids, and we are going to talk about the Amazon Prime original series, The Boys, today. Yes. Uh, we watched season one, and it's already been picked up for season two. Not only been picked
1: up, it's already filming season two. That is correct. Yeah, I, uh, we both watched it, so we'll have a spoiler-filled review and thoughts of that coming up a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that... Uh, is, uh, has been announced that uh, kind of touches back in our childhood. Is they have announced a reboot for the Mortal Kombat movie, which, can you believe, <laughs> can you believe that came out in 1995? I can, because I remember.
0: Yes, I, and I, remember. I was
1: there. I was in the theater opening night to see it. I actually saw it twice opening weekend. Uh, I loved Fatality. it so much. Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it when it first came out. I mean, it had, you know, that. Awesome intro with the flames and the music. The music. (laughs) The music
0: we heard at every middle school and high school dance and probably is still played in perpetuity.
1: And I remember how awesome it was when, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion first made their entrance on the boat. Like, everybody was like,
0: yeah! Well, those were the two everyone's favorite um, uh, fighters. Sub-Zero was my main, by the way. Yeah, I was a
1: Scorpion guy.
0: Get over here!
1: I mean, and the, I, when you go back and you rewatch it though, like, the animation and the special effects were really good in the movie. Uh-huh. The storyline sucks. Like, well, it's yeah. so cheesy and so lame, but like, when I first, I remember watching it when I was 15, I was like, this is so awesome. Like, I loved everything <laughs> we about stupid. the movie. But now we you go back and you watch it while well, Dumb. Like, yeah, kind of I have a f-
0: buddy, well, we both have a buddy who loves absolutely loves the resident evil series of movies i mean it's one of his favorite film they got cool special effects they do but the story is bananas yeah but it's one of his favorite because he loves the actress that
1: stars all right but But, oh mila (laughs) mila multi-pass uh so the mortal Kombat reboot a uh, couple of things we know about it they have started casting a few a few of the characters and it's they're casting all the big names the Raiden, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sun, like yeah. they're they're casting all them it's supposed to come out in March of 2021 production later this year and uh, apparently you know one of the film's writers uh mm-hmm. Greg Russo who's kind of behind the whole film um, he has made a few comments saying that uh, uh the the fatalities and things are going to be as game accurate as possible. Oh um, uh, well, is it the movie's going to live up to a hard R rating. So I I think we're in for like a violent treat. I would hope so. Have you played any of the recent games? I have not. You should just. I'm old. Okay. I like Mortal Kombat one, two, and three. And that's play it. some of the original.
0: Play some of the current ones. Some of the regular moves, because they do these X-ray shots. Those are fatalities. Nice. But then the guy just gets right back up because it's a, a cartoon. Just like at the end of um uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it just becomes like, oh, God, this is so violent. It's just a cartoon. Yeah, That's exactly. what happened with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It went from this is uber violent, uber violent, uber violent, uber violent. Oh, this is just a cartoon. It went all the way around the dial.
1: Yeah. Uh, it was uh... – Really, uh I forgot what I was going to say there, but yeah. Oh, uh, I did
0: want to make one small note on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They spend a bunch of the movie um uh, saying that um Leo's character is a washed-up actor, but then you see him act in a scene, and if you discount that he did forget his lines, he acted circles around everyone on that set. Oh, absolutely. In both scenes, he did. Absolutely. Yes, he forgot his lines in one. That happens with that. He
1: was just an actor that was kind of caught in a typecast of being a TV cowboy. Yes, because he was acting
0: circles around them. Yeah. Everything about his character was just this cold, calculating guy, and it was awesome.
1: Yeah, and he was actually hungover, too, if you think about it. He showed up to the set, like hungover, and... Yeah, uh I've seen the movie three times, and I've seen some other movies since then, but, man, like, for me, that movie just stands out as, like, the superior film for the year. Um I, I loved it so much, and, you know, the more I think about the little subtle moments, because when you watch it a second and third time...
0: Wait, 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 wait. I haven't seen it the second time. I do have to ask a question, because there's that scene where um uh, Brad Pitt's character is in the shed to go up on the roof to fix the antenna. Can you see the flamethrower?
1: Oh, I don't think I remember seeing it.
0: I, I, I mean, I guess I don't remember there. look.
1: I, I don't remember looking for it. Though. You see
0: now. You, to, you see when I see it on home video, I'm gonna have to see if I see it.
1: Home video. Home there's, video. A, there's a term VHS. that doesn't that doesn't get used that often. When I go rent it from the video store, you know, um, when I
0: go out to um, Blockbuster and get the movie patch and I go watch it, and I'm yeah. gonna rewind it because I don't want to get charged for not rewinding.
1: Yeah, after seeing it, uh, you know, second, third time, you, since you know how things play out, and this is what's awesome about the movie, is that how it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. Like, for example, oh, yeah. when, when Brad Pitt first goes to the, uh, the ranch, the mm-hmm. movie ranch, you think he's gonna die. Yes, you do. You get do. That, that feeling the whole time hard. that they're going to kill him. They, yep. it's, Tarantino has set up that suspense to where, like, he goes into the house, creepily like walks down the hallway opens the door and you see it's what clear. appears to be a lifeless body lying in the bed yes. but then the guy just wakes up oh hey how's it going
0: it's classic horror movie pacing just with no payoff yeah and doing I the love opposite
1: this, of what and I you love expected the way to he do
0: subverted everything in that scene it was just a subversion of the well that particular genre that particular kind of scene
1: yeah, and then even and it doesn't stop there. Like after he leaves the house and his tire's got a knife in it, and he, and you're like, oh, now he's going to die. And nope, nope. He's going to kick some hippie he's, ass. He's going to kick that guy's ass. He's going to make him fix his tire, and then he's going to drive right off the lot. And it's exactly what he does. Yeah, that's what I lo- I love that more about this movie because. Tarantino, in a way, is kind of poking fun at these, like, movies that, like, they have that suspense. And, of course, it always ends with those pers- that person dying. Yep. Because they- they- it fills you with that- You get the that- payoff.
0: Yeah. You didn't get the payoff here. And, you know what? You like and it I loved because it. your
1: hero got away. Yeah. And I- and I- I loved it. Um, anyways, uh, shifting gears, uh, let's talk about The Boys. Yes, um, speaking
0: of subversion of a genre, The Boys is a total subversion of the superhero
1: movie genre. Yeah. Um, developed by uh, Seth Rogen, actually. Yep. Who, he, uh, who has a scene yep. in it. Yeah, Yeah. A scene, yeah. <laughs> um, he's also got a new movie out this weekend, too, which I need to see, called Good Boys. Oh, yeah. Uh, the it's really raunchy boys. tween comedy. It's like the, the super bad for 12-year-olds. For um. Anyways, uh, so it's based on a dynamic comic series. Yep. And quick... Note on that, I uh, went to go check out this comic book shop in downtown Lockport. I drove by, and I was like, oh, there's a comic book shop here. Yeah, so it's called
0: I, Amazing Fantasy.
1: Yeah, so I stopped in there, and I was looking around, and they had one of the boys' graphic novels. Mm-hmm. So I picked it up, and I flipped through a few pages. Very,
0: very graphic.
1: Um,
0: Flipping through ain't paying. Support your local comic shop, Metal. Yeah, Give but, them your money.
1: But, I mean, full nudity in there. Uh, oh, yeah. Extremely violent. And, and No subtlety in the comic, from what I've understood. Yeah. But the series on Amazon, um, again, because it's Amazon, just like Netflix, yeah. there is no limits. You can do whatever There's you
0: want. There's a violent, no limit to the violence. Uh, yeah. They do limit the, they don't go to hardcore pornography.
1: No, they don't do that. But, uh, from what I understand, too, they did a really good job at, at, um, living up to, like, staying true to the comics, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I haven't read them, uh, I would say, you know, they did a pretty good job staying true to them from what I've heard. Uh, and, you know, so the boys, um, here's, one of the best ways to sell this is to tell people, hey, look, if you're sick of your typical superhero movies, yeah. Watch this because this yes. kind of flips it upside down. What basically, um well, there was
0: Brightburn about the not good superhero. Yes. Basically this would be him if he was still a horrible, horrible person, but realized he had to at least fake being a good person.
1: Yeah. And in a way that's what all these guys are doing. They're all they're icons. Yep. They're I mean, they really kind of turn the superhero Justice League, yeah. you know, Avengers thing into like more of like a Team Z stunt where if it was real in today's age, mm-hmm. yes, Superman and and these guys would be followed around by paparazzi. Yep. They'd be doing paid appearances yeah. at, at Make-A-Wish things. I, they would be well, doing all of these things that we don't really see in the Avengers and the Justice we League. We kind of would see that from um,
0: Iron Man from time to time, but that's because it was Tony Stark. Yeah. This is um, that, though, dialed up to 11. Yeah. And and Uh, so you've um, you've got
1: that. So basically these guys in the public eye, mm -hmm. they are heroes. They do good things. Yes. But they don't always do good things by the book. And they also do a lot of bad things. Lots of bad things. And it reminded me of in Batman versus Superman, one of the biggest reasons why Batman was so against Superman is the fact that super he he even has like a comment he makes early in the film where he says, "Look, this guy is a god. He can wipe out the entire planet if he yeah. wanted to. Somebody with this much power shouldn't be idolized as a hero." Mm-hmm. Um, and and in a way, that's what this that's whole what Homelander is. plays on. Yes, because
0: Homelander it, is your Superman. Main, it, well. They probably put a lot more Captain America in him than Yeah, he uh, kind of looks comments. like Captain America, but <laughs> yeah, he, looked, he has Superman's
1: power. Yes, <laughs>
0: but they made sure to make – they obviously wanted to make allusions to Superman and Captain America, in, at least in the show, because they did everything they could to make um, a star – Anthony Starr look like discount uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. The haircut is so Captain America.
1: Oh, for sure. And, um, and a
0: lot of his mannerisms
1: are, too. Yeah, I his look. I mean, I talk about one of the best casted roles in the series mm-hmm. is definitely Anthony Starr as the Homelander. Um, you know, but I I love how they turned the deep into a big joke, yes. just like Aquaman. You know, like he's hey, by the way the the deep. <laughs> <Get that. laughs> Where do you get that name from? Like like I mean, I think corporate it's, marketing. I think it's They're all. I think them. it's brilliant, but it's still funny how like. Their version of Aquaman, his name is The Deep. That was all corporate marketing, because remember, (laughs) everything in this is corporate
0: marketing. But let's talk about um, uh, the fact that there's a newbie on The Seven, the equivalent of, let's just say, The Justice League, because there's only seven of them. And that's Starlight. And I'd have to think there's a lot of that, because she's not even done any superheroing. She's just done Pat... For want of a better term, pageants. Because apparently, that's what you do if you have superpowers in this universe. You do pageants to try and get noticed. Yes. And she immediately gets called up to the seven. But we've already established in this world, there are other superheroes that aren't on the seven. So she's going from complete unknown to being pretty much in the NFL. Yeah.
1: Sort of like, uh, sort of like uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Just complete. Spider-Man just hey, you're part of the Avengers now. Yes, and he j-
0: she just goes fr- from not doing anything because there are... And I if I'm one of those other heroes, I'm pissed off because that means I got passed over for this person that's not done jack-all squat. She's a pretty face. She is a pretty face and she does end up being the only good hero. At yeah. Least for the first... For the
1: most part, everybody's sort of like the anti-hero. Yes, for the first hero. eight episodes. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Let's go to the first episode real yes. quick. Um When that scene happened, the scene of a train running through somebody. <laughs> um What was your reaction like? Well, I was like, holy. It
0: caught me by surprise because I Same. did not know anything about the boys going in. I'm just like, OK, obviously there's going to be something that happens. That um is a genesis, but I didn't expect it to be that graphic.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect it to be that graphic, and it also kind of catches you off guard because it's mid-sentence, mid-word, yes. and just explodes. And then, after absorbing how cool it was, it made me really think about The Flash. Yes. A series we both watched where mm-hmm. Grant runs around everywhere, and you just wonder... Wow what what happen if he bumped into somebody? Or well, that something. would happen,
0: but he also like has
1: but like when he run through a car, he I, has, I mean, like I mean going that fast he would run pretty much through anything, yes, but he has the rea- the
0: obviously the counterpoint for at least the flashes and maybe a hole with them um, a train, I love it a train here is he has the reaction time to move, and he didn't hear but so there's that correct. he should have the reaction time to say, oh, there's a person there." Boom! Boom! Move! Move one step to the side. But we needed a Genesis to get Huey to um, want well revenge, even though he really doesn't even want revenge. He He doesn't care. He doesn't want. He just wants it over with. But he gets um, drawn into this life by the butcher, by Billy Butcher, and Huey ends up being just the most hardcore and. Capable guy in the group, despite being dragged along at every spot. Yeah. He um, uh, is the one who destroys the Vanisher (laughs) after some um, plastic explosive gets shoved up his bum. Yep. (laughs) He's the one that um, uh, blackmails the preacher guy. He's the one that gets the cameras everywhere. He is the one that ends up doing everything. Basically. Yeah, and he
1: gets the girl. He gets and he Starlight. Gets
0: yes, he gets Starlight. He um get jeopardizes it. They don't. um This is one of my criticisms of it. The series, it gets jeopardized in episode seven because he is, for want of a better term, once I'm going to use that phrase again, using her to get information on the seven, even though he does legitimately like her, and he's it's got, like he
1: likes her, but he's also got a job to do.
0: Yes, <laughs> it uh, just ended up being he ended up liking her and he gets um into trouble with his group that ha- hates all supers for various reasons
1: yeah and then but, and then we've learned as a and I didn't really see the show going this route but um and that's mostly because I didn't read the comics but we get into the whole compound v aspect drugs. where this is what's causing people to have powers yeah. <laughs> and and it's not These aren't gods that were born outside of this world. You know, they were created in a lab. They were all lab. Mm -hmm. People turned, in. you know, injected with compound V, and they became heroes.
0: And it just so happens that Homelander got... And the one who is supposedly the most incorruptible, once again, the Homelander, the only reason he's the leader is because... You're the real hero. Because he's the most powerful. And he can just impose his will on the others because if he doesn't like you, he'll get rid of
1: you. Oh, like that scene where he goes into like that that terrorist like warehouse yes. and just laser eyes everybody, just smokes everybody away. How about when he's on the plane?
0: Oh yeah, and lets it crash because he couldn't control his laser eyes.
1: Yeah, and here's here's an interesting thought on that whole scene, and and I I thought that was like one of the best. Scenes in the whole series, where yeah, Homelander's being a bad guy, but at the same time, does he have good points? Where he's he's like, I can't save everybody. Why save one person that's just going to be able to like tell everybody what happened? You know, it's the
0: right thing to do.
1: The right thing to do is to let everybody die and then (laughs) look like a hero.
0: You and know, use it and to get in the, the military. government,
1: you know, like if they give us this intel and blah, 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 we can be ahead of these things. You know, we needed more time and, you know, we didn't have enough time. He'd like use it as like yes, a weapon to like make everybody in the world
0: look bad. Except him, even though he's the one that screwed up. Yeah. Well,
1: nobody survived the crash. so Nobody can tell the story. And obviously except him.
0: Queen, um, uh, what's her name? Mars isn't going to Queen Meeve. Queen Meve isn't going to say anything about it.
1: Yep. And, uh, Elizabeth Shue, talk about a great performance from oh, her yeah. in this series as, uh, Madeline, uh, the director of the team. Yeah. Uh, she's like their PR person. She is their, uh, director of the team. She, mm-hmm. like you said, she kind of tells people what,
0: what to do, even though she has no powers. And then she gets her face melted.
1: Yep. <laughs> we meet expect- a lot of interesting characters Were in this show. Are you
0: expecting to see her face melt? No. Like, wow, he really is a heartless douchebag. He has no... And that is... That... You already had, um, a... Wait, who's a
1: bigger douchebag, Hammer or the Deep?
0: You know, the Deep is just a comic <laughs> foil. He's a horrible person, and he, You know, he tried to do... He actually tried to do some good things. He screwed up. Obviously, he wanted to save the dolphin. Screwed that one up. Right, Royal? Poor dolphin. But... should have had a seatbelt. But he actually does try to do good things unprompted. The only reason the Homelander does anything to help anyone else is for his own benefit. And uh, as I was about to say, in the end, the one redeeming quality you could say about him is he cared about Elizabeth Shue's character. Or so you were led to believe until he found out, nope, I can't even trust her. So he melted her brain and face. Yep, and just destroyed her and then taunted um uh, Billy Butcher by saying, "Oh yeah, not only did I get your um uh, wife knocked up, she had my kid." And Ooh. that was the teaser for season 2.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> uh oh, I did like how they sent the deep to Sandusky, Ohio. Sandusky, Ohio, and he's just which is, it's a, it's a Midwest thing for those of you that are not from the Midwest. It's a Midwest thing. They are, uh, Sandusky, Ohio is about an hour away from Cleveland. Yep. About an hour and a half from Toledo, mm-hmm. right on Lake Erie, and it's the home of the best amusement park in the world as far as roller coasters go called Cedar Point. Mm-hmm. And even though he went to Sandusky, we never really saw him in Sandusky, so. No. They never filmed on location, which sucks. I was kind of hoping the deep would make an appearance at Cedar Point.
0: That would have been a good um gag, but I don't think Cedar Point wants. But well, he be did associated. pick up a chick at Cedar Point, apparently. But you and
1: she wanted to play with his gills.
0: But I don't think it, <laughs> Cedar Point would have wanted to be that associated with this. Nah, just because it's a little violent. Although maybe next season, if he's still in Sandusky, have a you know he maybe he does something that actually helps Sandusky. he gets keys
1: to the city there yeah well here's a question for you what do you think they're where do you think they're going to go with this in season 2
0: well my guess is they'll follow along with the comics but as i have not read these comics i'm 100% in the dark obviously they're going to um uh, the entire boys are still on the run because they did um uh, screw up there Plan in the last episode so they're all still on the run even though they do have starlight as an ally and let's be honest most of the seven are well other than homeland well i guess there's only three left because you have queen uh the queen you have starlight and her yep oh wait no black noir sorry the one that never talks
1: yeah and probably one about black noir one thing about him is we still don't know much about him for all we know. He could be the, the, the good guy. And he all could end this. up
0: being a good guy. We have no idea where his alliances are yet. And that could just all be teasing for next season. To, and he'll be an ally for them as.
1: Yeah. Cause I kind of get the impression that this is going to go in the direction of like the watchmen where like everybody's going to be kind of separated out mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Um, obviously you don't have, you know, the queen there to like put everybody back together. Yeah. Um and to help with bad PR. So I'm guessing somebody's going to make a big mistake. Oh, yeah. And nobody's going to be there to fix it, and maybe
0: that's where... A Homelander is going to bite off more than his, he can chew next season, I think. I think that's going to be it, because he's always, 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 always thinking it. he knows better than the PR team, and many times maybe he does, but without... um. Uh, he did kill someone he cared about, and I think he's going to fly out of control next season. Pardon the pun. Fly. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, no, I'm more interested in what's go- going to happen with the boys, with Huey, with Billy. So, overall, I mean, I, I, Milk, you, you enjoyed with, it? I enjoyed it. I just think it could have been probably maybe two episodes less, because it takes way too long to get into the main conflict, and they just spend way too many time. I realize this is going to be an odd um, uh, assessment coming from me. They maybe spend a little too much time on little minute details, and they could have sped the story up a bit more. Yeah, and, and I just felt this would have been could have been told more concisely and more enjoyably over six episodes rather than eight.
1: Well, I could agree with you on that. There was there was times where I was even starting to, you know, my mind was starting to wander during and a few t- episodes um, where I'm just uh, like. I I and I think my issue with it was I I felt like there was way too much focus on Starlight and just her story and see I liked yeah. her story what I think but there was episode but six. I felt like her backstory really had nothing to, to keep the show moving forward it was just Perhaps. backfill but
0: episode six the episode where they um are trying to deal with a superhero who had a television show in the early 90s or was that seven i can't remember but the basically the doogie howser um a uh, law and order ripoff was, and <laughs> oh yeah there was an entire episode focused on them dealing with him that i think probably could have been started to being told that near episode one and just they work on trying to find it over all the episodes instead of it focusing one entire episode to that
1: yeah no, I, I I could see. I mean, I... I thought
0: I thought that was a great gi- gimmick at the beginning, where he, I can't even remember it was like J T Hauser or something was yeah. the name of the show. I'm Like, oh god, they went full Doogie Hauser there. Doogie. Oh, L T Hauser, L. L T Hauser, L T Hauser, because he was Lieutenant Hauser, and it was it was humorous and obviously, given uh, some of the scenes were great because they touched on. The fan culture a lot more in that episode and conventions, but they were just kind of throwaway gags. It was an entire episode for of fan service that I don't think helped really advance the plot that much. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, and they tried to get you to be more familiar with some of the characters. Like, I, I mean, I also really liked Homelander when he went back home. Yes. For the documentary that filming. Was that was really funny. Um, some entertaining moments came out of that. Um, I, and that's what I I, I really enjoyed it overall about the show is just how we get to see two sides to all of these quote unquote heroes. Yes. And you see like what they look like to the public eye and then we get to see the real them. Yes, the as pub- the their
0: public view and what they're like in real life, which is horrible, horrible people.
1: We never did get to see Homelander's home, though. <laughs> like, I want to see these mansions that, somebody, that he probably... He probably oh, lives he... in, like, a Joel Osteen-like O's, a- mansion, like one of those yeah. giant, like, compound, like, oh, no billion-dollar
0: homes, you know? But he doesn't have anyone to love him because he melted her head. Yes. <sighs> but overall, I felt it was a very entertaining freshman year. I hope that they can... Fix some of the storytelling for next year, and now that a lot of the groundwork is laid, maybe ratchet up in a bit. Because obviously, yeah. now you don't have to worry about any backstories for any of these people.
1: You no. Just go. And, I mean, obviously there's room to introduce new people. Yes. Uh, they can kill off some people. Um, I just don't want to see them drag out the storyline of, of uh, them trying to, you know, just continue on with... The boys chasing these guys down. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see like, I want to. I guess I want to see more. <laughs>
0: I do. I, I look. This was a very entertaining year. I look forward to seeing more of it. That's it. it
1: they, yeah. they they did what they were supposed to do and got me. I in, mean, obviously, in, there's they, room for the boys to recruit more for yes. their squad. Where I mean, and I see that that's where this is going to go. Is like, it's going to end up being like the Us boys versus them. Yeah, the boys versus you know the Justice Avengers League the seven. Watchmen. <laughs> seven. Yes, the seven. It's going to be them versus them, you know, because they've recruited uh, the girl. They recruited mm-hmm. Frenchie. And they've got a good squad going and yeah. room to re- recruit more. Obviously, Starlight now part of the gr- crew, At too. At least to unofficially part of it,
0: and we'll see how much, if she's going to be an unofficial spy next year. And I think that would be really good because, obviously, the whole um, uh, big part of this, it, as we've already said, is the public perception versus what is real. And publicly, they're not going to be able to say Starlight, one of the more popular members of the Seven, and only remaining members of the Seven, is actually working against the Seven. So you're going to have this natural tension between Homelander and Starlight where they have to make good and be cordial with each other on camera, but they're both working against each other in real life. And that could be a fun little thing to see next year.
1: Yeah. Well... Uh, and, you know, uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, they, they've they said that uh, they're promising a bigger and better season two. But, again, bigger and better by their thoughts are necessarily bigger and better by everybody else's oh, yeah. thoughts. I mean, for all we know, they could just amp up the violence, have a lot more violence and sex and nudity and, you know, and tone down the storyline. Or they could tone up the storyline and less of the rest. Eh? Who knows? Mm hmm. <laughs> well, um, but that was
0: our um discussion about season one of the boys overall we liked it obviously it wasn't perfect but we do look forward to seeing more metal you got any final thoughts uh
1: nope i uh, i do know uh batwoman is in town uh, this weekend filming more stuff in chicago i might go check that out Ooh, gonna wait um,
0: gonna uh, stay up all night and go see if you can be watch any of the filming
1: yeah so that's uh that's that starts tonight uh, late in the city Um, I did – oh, another news bit, too, speaking of that, is uh, uh, the whole crisis on Infinite Earth. uh, The big announcement that Kevin Conroy is going to play an older Bruce Bruce Wayne. Wayne. And I think that's badass because he is the OG Bruce Wayne when you really think about it. There are so many cool things about this.
0: Obviously, it's Arrow's last year, and they are going – all out, to um, have a wonderful end run, and I look forward to that.
1: Yeah, I do too. And then uh, as far as movies coming out, uh, It Chapter 2 uh, drops here in about two weeks, and uh, we'll be seeing that. But um, probably by the next time we cut a podcast, it'll be uh, we'll probably be catching up on movies. and Movies, D23 will be happening, I believe, yes.
0: by then. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. I am your host, Brad Risto. Follow me on Twitter, at Brad Risto. He is Metal John. And you can follow me on Twitter at MetalJohnRadio. Thank you once again for listening. We will be back.